Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hello, friends. I'm so glad that you're joining me here today. As always, we're going to start our podcast with a slowdown and centering activity. Today's activity is going to be a body scan. So if you can get comfortable and close your eyes, I invite you to do that. If you can't close your eyes right now, that's okay. You can do this without closing your eyes. What we're going to do is just draw our attention to what's happening in our bodies. Let's start at our feet. Just notice any sensations that you feel in your feet. Any pain, any tension, any weariness. And if you notice nothing, that's also an answer and that's okay. And then draw your attention up to the ankles, the calves, your knees, your upper legs, and your hips. Then notice what's happening in your torso, in your belly, in your chest. And then notice anything in your back, any sensations that you might feel there. Now draw your attention to your shoulders. And notice any tension, pain, any other sensation that you feel there. Then notice your arms and your hands. Then draw your attention to your neck and the entirety of your face. Then take a deep breath, inhale and exhale. What did you notice? You might not have noticed a whole lot, or you may have, and either way is okay. If after noticing particular sensations in your body, you feel like it would be good to move, like to shake it out, to walk it out, to stretch, feel free to do what your body needs to do. I also just find that to be a really relaxing and calming activity, and it helps us be more in touch with what's going on inside, which can also be really helpful. Okay, this season on the Pause Renew Next podcast, we are talking about the theme, Tell Your Story. Last week, we began to talk about noticing elements of our own stories, and I ended the podcast by sharing that it's really important to be careful who we share our stories with. We want to talk to safe people. And just like it's important to notice who and when and where we might want to share our own stories, it's also helpful to be careful about what stories are coming at us. And there are a lot of stories coming at us all of the time. I have heard that there is an idea that the average human is designed to have about 150 relationships. 
So if we think of that as being basically the design, then that would mean that up until about, what, 200, 100 years ago, you probably were only going to come in contact with about 150 people regularly. That would have been about your community. So you would hear the stories of however many of those 150 people you came into contact with. And outside of that, you might read an occasional newspaper. You might read a book here or there. But that was about the extent of the stories that were coming at you. And then hopefully at church every week, your pastor probably also had some stories to tell, right? So there was a limit to the amount of stories that were going to be told to you at any given time. Now contrast that with today. Before, maybe you've even gotten out of bed, you've probably checked your phone, and you've probably already read 20 stories on Facebook. If you watch TikTok, then you probably watched about 15 stories in a minute. (laughs) And that's not even counting when you turn on the news, if you happen to watch the news. Because there are an awful lot of stories coming at you there. And I guarantee they're not designed with your mental health in mind. And then you turned on a podcast and you probably heard another story on your way to work. Or maybe you listened to the radio and you heard some callers coming in and telling their stories. And then if you happen to have a job where you're with people often, you might be hearing stories all day. Granted, I'm a counselor, so that's what I do, and I take that as a privilege. But if you're a teacher, you're hearing lots of stories, lots of little people's stories. If you're working in the food service, I guarantee people are coming up to you and telling you all kinds of stuff all day long, right? Even when you're standing in line at the grocery store, you might be hearing stories from people. When we go to church, we're hearing stories, some good, some maybe not so good. During prayer request time, I guarantee you've heard some stories. Hopefully, you take those home and want to pray about them, but sometimes even that can feel overwhelming. Why? Because we're filled up with stories. Too many, too many, and maybe not all the right kind. I'm just not sure our brains are made for it. So the question then becomes, what do we do about that? Because our brains are designed to want to know stories. We have this innate curiosity. It's hard to put the phone down. We do want to know the next thing. If we see the clickbait, we do want to click it because we have to know the end of the story, right? If we start the podcast, we want to know how it finishes. We need to know. But all of that is not always helpful for us. And when can we press pause? I think that answer differs from person to person, but it's such a good idea to notice, just like we did at the beginning of the session, as we noticed inside of our bodies. I think that there are some clear indicators to notice inside of ourselves, inside of our minds, and maybe inside of our bodies, when maybe we've hit our limit, when maybe we've taken in as much info as we can handle, or when it's beginning to become negative and we find ourselves worrying or thinking too much about all that or not being able to turn it off. So of course, I'm a counselor. I got to talk about boundaries. So that's where we're going to start. What are our self-care boundaries or our soul care boundaries around how much information we can take in? That may differ from season to season and day to day, but I would encourage you to think about maybe putting in regular practices of turning things off when you notice that your brain is taken in too much, or a specific day of week that you don't pick up your phone, or specific hours of the day when you make sure you turn it off, 
and you're not going to take in any more information. And for you, that may look different. I don't know what your specific plan needs to be, but I really encourage you to think about that. When you notice too much coming at you and what that's doing on the inside of your brain, and I really encourage you to pay attention to that. For me, it feels different depending on what it is. If I've heard too many hard stories, I start feeling heavy inside or I start feeling anxious. If it's that I've just heard too much and I'm overstimulated because I've been on my phone too much, I can almost feel a buzzing in the front of my head. There is a particular energy that I start noticing. I don't know what your specific set-offs are, but you'll be able to tell if you start paying attention. And then you can think about and begin to pray about and or talk to close family members or your counselor about what those healthy boundaries are for you. But I also want to talk about what does this have to do with our relationship with God? Because I think it has a lot to do with it. If we've got so much coming at us and so much going on in our brains, how then can we get still enough to hear from God? In fact, our brains aren't even used to trying to be still, and it feels really uncomfortable. I'm being honest for myself as well. It feels really, really uncomfortable to get still and quiet sometimes. Or you notice that you start to pray and you're remembering all the stories people have been telling you that you're supposed to pray for and suddenly it feels overwhelming and like you'd just rather not be doing it because there's too many of them to even keep track of or remember or think about. (laughs) That might also be an indicator that maybe there's been a lot coming at you. John Eldridge talks about a practice that he calls benevolent detachment. And here's what that means. It means that God knows he's made us as finite creatures. He's infinite. We're not. He can hold all the stories. We cannot. It's too much. It's too much. Particularly when we feel like there's nothing we can do and we start getting overwhelmed about it all. We're just not made to hold so much. You personally are probably not going to change the situation that's happening on the other side of the world, but it weighs heavy upon us. The prayer request that you heard at church or from a coworker, the sad story that's happening to your neighbor, it just feels like too much, like a burden on your shoulders that you just aren't meant to carry by yourself. Benevolent detachment looks like gently handing it to God. Maybe not forever. Maybe it looks like for an hour. Maybe it looks like for a day so you can practice the Sabbath. Maybe even in a physical form, pretending like you're handing it over to the Lord saying, this is too much for me. I can't do anything about it right now. Will you hold it for me so I can rest? I know that you can work these situations out, but in this moment, there's nothing that I can do. Will you hold them for me? It's hard to be present with Jesus when we're holding on to a lot of burdens, but once he's holding them for us and we can get still and quiet, we might be able to delight in the things that he has to share with us. We might be able to worship a little more freely. Richard Foster, in his book, Sanctuary of the Soul, talks about a similar kind of practice before entering into meditative prayer, but he calls it recollection. Not recollection, recollection. And he says, Most of us live such fractured and fragmented lives that collectedness is a foreign world to us. And that not that what it feels like sometimes? That's what I'm talking about when there's so much coming at us. It leaves us feeling fractured and fragmented. It's hard to focus. So he encourages 
as a part of the recollection process. Surrendering, which is a lot like that same benevolent detachment. Surrendering the things we're holding on to that are getting in the way, maybe, or confession. But also surrendering the worries that are holding us back or the hard stories that are stuck in our minds that keep us from being able to be present in this moment and the cares and worries that go along with them. Richard Foster also has a palms prayer practice that I think is really, really helpful along these same lines. I actually did an episode on it a couple of years ago, and I'll link to that in today's show notes, or you can just scroll back a couple of years worth of podcasts and you'll find it. it was one of the soul care reflection episodes that also might be a helpful practice. You know, those are a couple of ways to do it, but there are so many other ones. You guys are so creative. You may already have your own ways. I heard somebody the other day say that they like to take a walk with the Lord every day outside. And there's something about the movement and the freedom of nature and being able to hear and talk to God that helps them let the things go and get perspective. Whatever your way is, set your boundaries, give them over. I encourage you to become a good detective of noticing how many stories is your limit, how much you can take in, and then what to do with it when it starts feeling like too much. The more attuned you get to it, the better you'll become at being able to put all this into practice. Okay, that's all for today's episode, but you guys, I have such an incredible interview. I can't wait to share with you next week. So please join me back here next Tuesday. You are not gonna wanna miss it. I really want to leave you guys today with a benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm Janine Etweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus. Mm-hmm.